0: The Podjectivity Network. So as luck would have it, we've got a special guest tonight.
1: Uh, They decided to upgrade. Right on. So my name... Go ahead. Is Jeremy Higgins. Hi, Jeremy. And I am a born and bred in Illinois on a pig farm. Sounds like somebody we know. I am a 48-year-old father of two, husband of 21 years. I'm a social worker by day, coffee roaster by night, and rock star in my dreams. (laughs) There we go. I like to take long walks on the beach, any beach. I have two dogs, Bruce and Wilson. I love them dearly. Two cats, Oreo, and we call her Little One. Hmm. Two dogs and two cats. Two dogs and two cats and two kids and one wife. What's wrong with that that scenario?
0: A lot of symmetry there.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I believe... uh, Evolution requires one wife. Mm. Any more than that, I believe the male species dies off. Mm. We'd be goners. <laughs> wow. We would be goners. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Why do you think? You know you're the God. stronger species. The wives you're, you're the murder stronger, you? You're the stronger gender.
0: <laughs> what is gender anyway, Dan? So, oh, my God. So uh, we've had a hell of a time getting together together to pod and uh andy wasn't around and we said hey jeremy you got some takes on things and sure enough here he is uh and boy does he and boy do we so welcome thank you dan and uh to be here so yeah here we go sweaty balls right on here we go
2: Okay, are you guys ready to hear this piece or do you want to shoot the shit a little bit?
0: Well, talk about this piece a little bit. you you mentioned you you had to trim it down. It's just coming out.
1: You
2: yeah, had, it I mean flowing. I'm not I don't think I'm gonna read the whole thing. So okay. because it it is it's like tendrils. It's like branches. What's the topic? trans trans,
1: trans everything. trans rights. trans fat.
2: trans. do you okay. are you familiar enough to define what trans means mm-hmm. for us professional social worker that you are?
1: Sure, like now. Sure. So it would be anybody who is. So we are cisgendered. We are. You got a wiener, I got a wiener. We identify as males. You have other parts. As far as you as identify you know. as. Yeah. How many do you have? Go on. Uh, so anybody who is. Gosh. Who doesn't identify with their gender at birth. Okay. And who identifies with the other gender and mm-hmm. is taking steps to. Present that To the rest of the world
2: Can you be trans If You identify that way Let's say I was born with a vag Mm -hmm. And I identify as a guy And yet I don't want to Fully trans Outwardly Project that At all
1: Mm.
0: You can do that I don't know what it's called C Yeah None of the above Yeah Okay. Or is it?
2: There's a lot of wiggle room in terms and definitions. There are so
1: many terms, and I've been through trainings, and I did not memorize the terms. Mm-hmm. There's just too many. This mm-hmm. was
2: one of the things that I wanted to write about was language. Yes. Because it's one of the things, I didn't even like scrape the surface of it. It's one of the things that J.K. Rowling, I read her essay for the first time a couple days ago, and she wrote it like a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And
0: I read it when it hit. I have not read it. Because I'm kind of a...
2: Ooh. You haven't? It's intriguing. I, I don't
0: know what to call myself exactly. Well, you know, I'm kind of like a culture critic. I'm always I've always got my eyes and my ears on the culture. And when something Well, and that those sort of things like the J.K. Rowling essay, those bubble up because uh, yeah. international super phenomenon, J.K. Rowling, writes something, gets a community in a bunch, and here comes the attack. But be careful when you attack someone like that because she's an author, and she writes, and she has thoughts.
2: And she runs nonprofits, and, and she researches, and yeah. So
0: that one, that one definitely got my attention, and I texted uh, my good friend Mark G. furiously about it when it hit.
1: So were her comments taken out of context, or were they...
0: Well... I don't know no, how if we can answer they, that right at this point. Okay. Did you write about that? I to wrote an a little bit about it. Okay. Maybe we'll get to that after. Okay, yeah. of what happened? I will be patient. Um, it's
2: fascinating.
0: So yeah, in the, I was there in the moment and shared some texty thoughts with one of my buddies because we all oh, that you know, this is a ongoing thing. This somebody says something, they got to get pilloried. What the fuck are we doing? Like I'm in that lane, as regular listeners will know. And the people at the table will know. Like, that's the lane I'm in, is Mm -hmm. what's with the pillory stuff? And why is this happening? And why was what they did wrong? And do you realize who this person is? Do you really think they fucking hate you? Do you think there's some sort of symbol of hate? That is what always gets... And then I'd start, like, they're eating their own. What are you doing? This is a... So that's the lane I'm in.
2: They're eating their own. And... (laughs)
0: You had mentioned that your essay, as you were writing, you just kept writing and kept writing oh my God. and it kept going. It's just endless. I would encourage you to just read the whole thing. I think thing. we should hear it. But whatever you're comfortable with, my uh, that just shows you how, A, deep this topic is Yeah. for a bunch of... C- cisgendered folk? Outwardly cisgendered folk. You guys don't know what I do at night uh True. but also it's that deep of a topic you wrote five pages and it keeps going and you're 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 trying to pump the brakes and shorten this thing up yeah
2: it's not even the beginning
0: and we walk around feeling like we can't talk about it mm-hmm. that to me is another tell who said that we can't talk about wrong.
2: it there's a feeling that
0: you there's a fear there's a fear of a, a, a fear of what if I say the wrong thing? Mm. I think we've we're being conditioned by this canceling stuff, and never quite knowing where it's going to come from or when. That ordinary walkaday people feel like, what What did I do? What did we do? We did five minutes ago. We didn't know about this. Like, why are we in trouble? That's a so that's the that's more of the lane I'm in, I guess, and. That's why this had to happen eventually. We got to talk about this.
2: Yeah. It's like after someone gets a boob job, you feel like you can't stare, stare or be like nice fucking tits. That is wow. A they Interesting did a great analogy. Job. Yeah. Wow. Nice segue too. Well, I mean, has, has oh, yeah. that ever happened to you where so someone, you know, got a boob job and then.
1: Or a nose job or something job.
2: Just something. Yeah. And you want to talk about it and be like, oh, wow, did it hurt? How did that go? Like, what's the... You know, our our curious minds. And it's like you can't mention not a single... I don't think
0: I've ever known someone that got a boob job. I think there might be one person in my whole life that like walked in a room and somebody poked me and went, she got a boob job. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) I see. There's lots to be learned here. There's lots that needs to be figured out here. Uh... Can we even talk about it
1: without fighting, though? I know we can, but... Well... The society at large. And then... You've got lots of folks um, lambasting anyone who would say, I use these pronouns. You mm -hmm. can talk to the Jordan Petersons, the Ben Shapiros, all that. They get very upset Mm. by having to use... Or by having to pay attention to what
0: what pronoun they use. Okay. Right away, we might we might as well do this right now. It's not the use of a pronoun. It's making a law about it. Is that a law? That's where the JP line got drawn. Uh. In Canada, Parliament was working on passing a law about pronouns in some fashion. And his reaction was, like, I don't care what, this law is trying to do it's about it's trying to force me to talk a certain way and that's a bad road to go down to put it on the books to make it a law be careful what you know not what you do Mm -hmm. you don't realize what you're doing with a law
2: it's slippery slope stuff but it's
0: interesting but it's i'm not surprised that that's sort of your walking around version of it though you know that.
1: Are you saying I was uninformed?
0: Well, that by the time you heard about it, that's sort of how it got to you. Sure. And that's your. That's kind of the walking around. And
1: I already have a bias towards those guys.
2: Sure. Sure. It's the telephone game where you whisper it around the table, and by the time it gets to the sixth yep. person, it's different. Did you hear that Jordan Peterson hates trans people? Yeah, that's hates- the, that's the end result. He's a hateful bigot. Uh huh. And off we go. He's funny, though. I I just watched one interview with him, and he is so he's, per- an interesting dude. he's so precise with language mm. that he's oh, just like, no, you've got that wrong. That's not what I said. What I said was. And then he details like he has a photographic memory of anything he's ever said, basically. Just mm. details with precision every single Be- Because nuance. he has
0: so deeply and carefully thought about these things. He is a deep thinker. <laughs> For, so he's like a 60-something-year-old guy, probably. Mm-hmm. And he's spent, you know, when you think of his education and his practice, and years, all then. this, yeah, he's he's been developing and chewing on this stuff for that many years. And one of his biggest, uh, oh, precepts, I guess, is be careful with your words. Mm-hmm. They are meaningful. It is. It is important. Who
1: coined the term "gender matters"? Was that Dave? Or uh, gender is real.
2: Do you want me to look it up?
1: Ooh, you talking? Uh, about, oh, gender I, is a fact. Gender Are is a fact. You talking about Dave Chappelle? Yeah, that's a Dave Chappelle. Okay, we'll get No, that. he didn't coin that.
0: He agreed, and here, off we go. <laughs> that was in the J.K. Rowling essay. I think what she said. What is the said, intention
1: of that statement? I think she said
0: gender is a fact.
1: Meaning what you're born with is what you got?
0: My reaction to that is yes, comma, you are free to look the opposite, act the opposite, feel the opposite. But you you have to acknowledge, as Dave said, you came out of a woman's birth canal. Fact that cannot be argued. Everybody but Jesus. Nobody identified that or feels like it. It is human beings come out of a birth canal. Who has birth canals? Women.
2: I'm reading this Females essay. Females of the species. Yes. There's too much. Go, Chris. So
0: <laughs> it is a fertile field that we are tilling here. And it's, it's about <laughs> damn time we did this.
2: Oh, my God. There's so much. It's yeah? um, unbelievable. Oh,
0: this is listeners you're gonna get so tired of hearing about this show. okay just I, kidding you're gonna love every second
2: i started this thinking of george carlin and what he would be this was an exercise mm. that andy and dan and i were kind of like were you there what would george carlin mm. think what how would george carlin handle this issue and well, i was like he, probably the text thread i'm sure he i would, said that on the text thread he would start with the the words and the language and he would just dice it up and Because he was so, so into language and slang and uh, I think that's where he would start. That's where I started. And then I went way off track. So I don't know. We'll just go. I'm going to go. Trans in Latin means across, like transatlantic, across the ocean. Transnational, across nations. And transgender, across genders. Across the Great Divide across the gap from male to female and female to male, which for most people was once a vast canyon so large that men and women were considered opposites. There were corsets and girdles to make women look curvier and skinnier. We were taught that certain things were ladylike, like sitting cross-legged, and certain things were not ladylike, like disagreeing with something. And men received encouragement to be more manly. Don't talk about feelings, smoke Marlboros, wear Stetson for men, never change a diaper, and stay out of the kitchen, that's women's work. There was once masculine and feminine, Jack and Jill, go to work or stay at home, pants and skirts, steak and salad. Boys will be boys, puppy dog tails, and girls are sugar and spice. Before language, before self-help books, before we evolved out of hitting rocks together for fire, I'm sure man and woman meant only the ejaculator and the birther, two sides like dodgeball teams. Mm -hmm. Now things are different. We think about ourselves a lot. We are a human spectrum. Anatomy may have something to do with identity, but it's not the only thing that has something to do with identity. Many of us are gender fluid. There's no us and there's no them. There's sugar in the puppy fur, and it's not just Indiana Jones and his dick and his cockeyed smile, and it's not just Marilyn Monroe and her rack and her blown kisses. It's a marbly swirl cake, different latitudes and longitudes on the grid of our gender identity, what it feels like to be us. What it feels like to be us can be uncomfortable much of the time. We eat too many donuts, don't return library books, we're grouchy for no good reason, we have ingrown toenails and nose hair. It's not pretty regardless of our gender identity. Humans are a kind of messy wreck of self awareness, sometimes run over by a society that moves faster than our mental emotional evolutions were wired for. And gender identity is one part of a larger conversation about what it's like to be us, including and also beyond the physical, how no two snowflakes are the same. After reading J.K. Rowling's essay a year and a half after it came out, which is about my speed. It's clear that there is more than one fight happening in this conversation about gender. The clearest fight that I can see is humans saying, I am who I say I am, and it's based on what I am inside and what I feel, not on what your existing categories say I am, you rigid thinking, culturally ancient, rotary phone loving, who's the boss watching, binary dweebs. You need to change your language, politics, and categories to accommodate my inner being. On the other side, There's another fight, one that doesn't want the political and cultural progress that women have fought and given their lives for to backslide because the word woman ceases to have a firm definition or loses its meaning altogether, which means the hard-fought protections and equalizing measures for women would be threatened, which can happen if fight number one isn't nuanced and accepting of multiple views. There's a fight for some lesbians who say biology matters and that not wanting to touch a trans woman's dick doesn't make them prejudiced. There's also a fight saying biology shouldn't matter under the law and you are who you say you are regardless of whether you have a vag or a wiener and that the penises of trans women are welcome in women's locker rooms which makes many females, particularly victims of sexual assault, uncomfortable. Pausing. So far, okay, dude. <clears throat> All yeah, already. Marbly swirl cake. That's <laughs> at least
0: thirty things.
2: I know. That's what I'm saying. Swirling
0: in the marbly swirl cake, right there. You you've been talking for well, it feels like forever. Uh, <laughs> Fuck you. Probably five minutes, maybe. And you've it's a it's a it's a universe of angles. Oh my like, god. Like what does
1: a lesbian think of a trans woman, or Dan, a male on to female, mm. got all
0: the parts. So, you doing um, her? Whoa, coming in hot! Yeah. Uh or you? know you what the answer,
1: answer is? Made wiener on a female to male.
2: If I is ask that, me the question again,
1: uh, female to male.
2: Female to male
1: gets a part attached.
2: Yeah.
0: Are you going down there?
2: um sure
0: my answer would be it depends yeah i'm gonna say it It depends depends. do does this person sweep me off my feet and and just dazzle my fucking senses right then hey if it's
2: like crying game (laughs) where he was like oh "Oh, "Oh, my god i'm in love with this woman but wait there's a penis another hard to say
0: hard to say Mm.
2: how about you
1: um I'm going to say I would be hard-pressed to to get that out of my head.
2: Yeah, that they used to be... Yeah, like, I
1: would look at it and think, how, yeah. did, you, how did you do that?
0: Just huh. this this procedure alone is like, how into the person are you? And how much could that blind you to whatever's down yeah, there? Yeah, all of your biases and that you bring to the table mm-hmm. or the bed. And... Something my uh, my buddy Rob O'Keefe, who gets cited here once in a while, said some time ago, back in the God, back in the '90s when this was, we were in college and this stuff was new. We weren't even halfway here yet. We were. It was still just about like gayness and stuff like that. His, his reaction, whatever makes you come the hardest, man. <laughs> Very instructive.
2: I would say some Brevity people don't helps care, and, and it's true. This is different than gender identity. This is sexual orientation. And some people... Jesus, my God. Some people are like, any flavor of cake will do Mm. anything. And some people are like, you need to be born the way that you are now. Some people... And I can't expand on that at all.
0: Like Dave said in the LGBTQ plus car, one of them is like, I'll fuck everybody in this car. (laughs) Hashtag cancel Dave.
2: So J.K. Rowling in her essay, I think I want to say that this her problem started because she like on Twitter liked something Mm. having to do with a lesbian who had this issue. But her her J.K. Rowling's issues were that she's saying in parts of the world, you don't Have to be progressing in any way towards like gender reassignment surgery. I don't even know if that's what we call it anymore. You can just come to the court and say, I believe I am a woman, even though my body's male. And they give you permission and authority to then access women's bathrooms and access women's.
0: Do you know where this is?
2: She details it in her essay. Okay, somewhere. And she is like, that's not okay because there are women in these spaces where they feel protected and she speaks about her own sexual assault and like, so like in terms of the cultural historical relationship with where women have come up from being victims is part, it's baked into the word woman. And so for a trans man to, or trans woman Mm -hmm. to say, I'm a woman. She's like, well i'm not sure because that word means this and it includes not just the physical but the society how you're perceived how you were raised up all the influences your vulnerability your inequalities like that also means woman so it's kind of all in i i'm not saying i disagree with her is what and what you may be brandishing
0: in the locker room or the bathroom
2: Right. But the hardcore people are like, if you're a trans woman and you say you're you're a woman, you're a woman because that's who you are. It's your identity. It's all about the wrapping paper. It's like if you if your identity inside doesn't match your wrapping paper, I think people are saying it's just who you believe you are on the inside that really, really counts. I don't want to change the definition of the word woman. No. I talk about that later, but I I don't want to read okay. it now. There's too much to talk about. On
0: on, the, this is probably good to read a segment, and let's try to chew through.
2: I'm getting a look. Just
0: forward. what you were talking oh about my God, there, you guys. I'm getting all like. So, uh. I don't know. I I read that J.K. Rowling article, essay, what have you. She's British. Let's assume that she was talking about her her native land when she was uncomfortable with the bathroom, the locker room, her own trauma, all that. The way that manifests over here is some unfortunate southern state decides that this is getting out of hand, and they make some sort of law about bathrooms, and then everybody is supposed to boycott them, and all the sports leagues have to leave the state. Uh, the most recent example would be, well, uh, North Carolina made some sort of bathroom law, and boy, you let that out on Twitter and look out. What was the bathroom law? Like uh don't we don't you go in the one that your equipment is. okay. And the 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 percentage of people that that would directly sort of affect or offend. Pretty small. It can't be large. It can't be a large piece of the pie. But it caused immediate, throbbing, nationwide, multi-news cycle outrage. And the NBA had to move the All-Star game out of Charlotte. Oh, it was. was And then you're getting that crossed up with Georgia made some sort of bathroom law this past year, and Major League Baseball, under pressure of air quotes, groups, or, you know, whoever. They pulled the all-star game from Atlanta. And now, I'll try to keep it short.
2: Don't keep it short. We have time.
0: They took a big event that means a lot of commerce and people and visitors and hotels and restaurants and all of those things. They took it away from... A a black city. Atlanta mm-hmm. is not I mean, if you listen to enough P funk and that that even gets thrown around in modern parlance, like uh when New Orleans got flooded out, the mayor was like, This is a chocolate city and we will be back. I'll say it. Atlanta's a chocolate city. They took this big event that meant a lot of commerce and a lot of visitors away and they rerouted it to Denver. One of the, I mean, I don't know. I don't have a problem with Denver. I'm white. There's a lot of white people there, but that one got me all worked up. Because look what you did. This they made this bathroom law, and you took this event away from a, a, a the black people who city need that, that, jobs. Well, and 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 you gave it to Whitey. Like, what are we doing? What what the fuck are we
2: doing? How who did that help? How was that better? Maybe it helped the people in Aspen. Have you thought about that? And it crossed up. It got this they're whole. They're destitute. They're they're really hurting. Breckenridge. Oh right, Vale. Got to think about them, Dan. Uh, South
0: Park, the good people of South Park, <laughs> right? Um, and that one totally. Uh, what's not re-wi- uh I blew fuses over that. Like, so the bathroom law made the trans people, the groups, so angry. The cancel police came out and then it this so this it it crossed wires with like a racial component like
1: we're Americans here. That's that's what we do, though. We we take everything. We take something that could be managed. We politicize it because it's a red or blue issue, too. Uh huh. And then we Twitterfy it. Yeah. And then then it's out there so fast and I, I honestly don't trust the American populace's intellectual capabilities mm. to process, to, well, an example would be, I thought I had the facts straight about a, a topic earlier, mm. and you informed me that no. Mm. No. You, we, and I'm guilty of it too, not getting all the facts. Mm. Or getting all the facts from one source. Well, that's that's not going to get you
0: a clear picture of reality. And even Johnny Clarify over here, like, I, I know a lot about a lot of stuff, but there's also a lot of things I don't have facts about. Uh,
1: marriage, parenting. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry. I think that's what Jake, where J.K. Rowling was coming from, too, because she's like, guess what? I've been researching this for a book. I know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And for the people that are just automatically knee-jerk saying trans women are women, she's like, well, it's more nuanced than that. It's complicated.
1: And it- shouldn't it be okay to say that
2: it should be okay to say or that, or for
0: Dave Chappelle to have uh, his, unanimous like, all three of us agree yeah it should be okay to say that or ask that
2: to disagree with something or pose questions or well, hey have we seen you're only looking at two pieces of the jigsaw puzzle what there's 20 other pieces of the puzzle
1: so Dave Chappelle's comedy routine laid some jokes on the trans community mm-hmm in the same show, there were some Jewish jokes. I'm sure there were probably some white guy jokes, maybe some women jokes. He
0: says, if you listen to my material over the years, yeah, I hate I, white people. Yeah. That's, yeah. Who I, that's who I hate. And of course, huge laugh. Nobody laughing harder than me. Because it feels so good to get skewered by him. It just feels so good.
1: But why, why this notion that parts are, are gender parts Becomes such volatile fodder for opinions. I I don't get it. A gr-
0: it's all questions. Are we
1: just f- feeding the fire here with our, our talk? Or are we going to solve anything?
0: I don't know. We're going to solve everything, dude. Okay.
2: <laughs> and we're going to talk about it without being afraid to talk about it. Of course. Which is good. Mm. Why sex part? I don't think it's
1: sex parts all that all I meant there were like penis vagina breasts
2: okay so i know some people whose kids have identity, gender identity i don't know Questions. any adults yeah. who do but there is such men, such a mental health crisis around being born into a body that feels like you don't belong there where they Wear bathing suits in the shower because they can't look at themselves and they they're ju- the shame and the so I feel like to me it's it's a gender sex issue but it's really a mental health issue and the question of whether we have souls like that's ultimately what it is I feel like souls part of Jesus. this is
0: I thought this was already big now you're, <laughs> now we're talking no. souls well Please. you're talking
2: about who you are beyond the wrapping paper that you're born into you, what is that other if it's not a soul
0: your right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. your spirit your soul your animus your
2: conscious self
0: your consciousness yeah oh my god yeah so
2: if your consciousness has a feminine let's say end of the spectrum and you're born into a body that has a wiener what's the preferred term cock
1: I believe that would be more slang. I, I call penis. mine penis. Whatever I call mine Bruce.
0: <laughs> 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 I don't like just penis. Plain. Penis is too clinical. It's yeah. just like unit. It's like they yeah, tried of, Unit's nice. Yeah. It's like they tried to give it a funny name back in the day, and all sex because like penis is funny the first couple times you hear it. All in your life. Vagina's yeah. worse. And it's like you made a joke name for the fucking for the <laughs> cock. The the <laughs> clinical name is like funnier than any slang term.
2: Who thought of this? Yeah,
0: lame. Agree. Probably a trans. So whatever, man. <laughs> call it whatever you want.
2: Okay. Anywho, um, my kids call their privates wieners, so wieners. that's why. Yeah. Whatever. I
1: just go straight to like
0: Oscar Mayer.
2: I like I, mean, or... <laughs> I like unit though. It's yeah. good. It's it's like. A, it's not
1: confrontational.
2: Not at all.
1: It can take on... Junk
0: bris. is a nice neutral...
2: Junk? Yeah, junk like, too.
1: whatever your junk is.
2: It's so negative, though. It's
1: almost mocking.
2: Junk? Yeah. But it... Hey. I know. I know. Okay. Oh, she's grabbing my junk.
1: Have you seen them? They're not very... They're <laughs> junky-looking.
2: <laughs> no. no.
1: They're not? We're,
0: we're struggling no. with our terms here. Yeah. We're a bunch of cis losers, and we, we can't even agree on, like, what to call it.
2: Where was I? Now what I'm to thinking, call your... I'm thinking about... Your wedding penises. tackle. <laughs> Okay, what we were talking about,
1: I believe you were trying to get us back on track.
2: well,
0: it, it was oh, going the everywhere soul
2: souls. the, the yeah.
1: soul, the soul
2: okay so if you if your spirit or your conscious um, aliveness leans feminine and you're born into a male rapper, and you just never feel quite right. It's like you're just always wanting to just leave your own body and I feel like that would be a major, major crisis of conscious but it happens young for some people, like real early as they're going through all their growth and development stages. So, but so to me, part of this is a larger, like, do souls exist question? Wow. And if they do.
0: From the hip, yes.
2: Okay. Souls?
1: Yeah. I'm going to say no. Okay. Oh!
2: I love when people disagree. We got some heat. Talk it yeah. out. We got some heat. Why not? What do you think this is, then?
1: Mean uh, our existence.
2: What do you think, trans? Where does? How do you not feel like you are the body that you're born into? Mm.
0: Well, as a physician <laughs> and a human biologist,
2: doctor. How many PhDs? Two or three.
0: Bragging is so, so gauche. <laughs> when we're a zygote, we're a fucking coin flip, and something. If I listen to enough, uh, what's the NPR podcast? Radio
2: uh, Radiolab.
0: Radio Lab. If I li- if I cue up the right Radio Lab, there is some impulse or something that turns your genderless soup. Into a dick or a vajayjay. Yeah. We're all a coin flip until that point when we're not anymore. So the fact that five years into the experiment, once you've formed and you have traveled through a birth canal into the world where the umbilical cord has been severed, The idea that at age 2 or 5 or 9 or 20 you could be confused, that's not surprising. Really. We're all a fucking coin flip Uh, at a point. mm -hmm. So the fact that there'd be some residual, you know, that maybe everything's not settled in your two brain hemispheres, now that I think about it, not surprising. And I, the fact that we all have a part of what you read there, opposites. We were we were seen for a long time as opposites. Mm-hmm. You know, no. I drew a little yin and yang here.
2: No, not in, I cave, have, not in caveman days?
0: I have, well, in caveman media. How was it portrayed in caveman media? <laughs> uh, but addressing just myself here or any, you know, that's the only person I can really speak for, I guess. You know, I have feminine qualities. I'm sure Jeremy would be happy to cite many of my my feminine qualities.
2: I don't know what feminine qualities uh, are anymore.
0: And I have masculine qualities. Should we define those? Sure. So, well, if, if sorry, were you well, done? You were doing like the salad and steak and the... You sure,
1: know. nurturing but versus... Uh,
2: current, I don't know what feminine qualities are. Well... Traditionally, the mother literally gives milk from her own body mm-hmm. to keep another creature alive. So you would think...
1: That's very feminine.
2: Offering nourishment.
1: Nourishment, uh, nurturing. I'm going to say compassion, kindness, all of that. All of the soft skills. Sensitivity. Sensitivity. Uh, and not empathy. that men don't have that. I would say women are are better at that, except for the two that you have here. <laughs>
2: Right. Even in Apocalypto, the badass dad shows compassion for his son. Mm-hmm. The, the meanest, manliest of the mans, still. He cut his eye open, right? To mm. let the blood out. Is mm-hmm. that what he did?
0: Yeah, that kind of transcends your gender, I guess.
2: Compassion, this nourishment.
1: And next. It can be male. Yeah. Well, I feel like I do all those things for my family. I.
0: I don't know about you. Next to my yin yang, I wrote Being Married and Evolving. Uh-huh. Like in Happy Anniversary, Dan. In twenty four anniversary, Dan. In twenty-four years of wow. marriage. <laughs> and tack on a couple more years of courtship. Jeez. When you were having sex.
2: <laughs> a quarter of a century. We're just having a good time. Started in sin.
0: Living in sin. Uh 26 or 7 years into this I am just now Getting better at Empathy Sensitivity Patience Some of these virtues that we Ascribed to femininity a minute ago Like That has helped me develop The yang of my yin It's -hmm. getting more balanced all the time I have a better view And just age I guess age is another factor But like the fact that I God, my poor wife and our we have four sons. If I had had some daughters, it'd probably help this along a little more. But just being with a woman for 26 or 7 years has helped complete me a little better and has changed my my God. I can't imagine what I was like when we met. You know, well, I was an idiot. I was a fucking young idiot.
1: And <laughs> I, I also knew you as a young parent as well. Yeah. Yeah, those those were fun days. Yeah.
0: Ah <laughs> uh, boy. So, yeah, that's, that was, I was, I was speaking to the whole opposites thing. And yeah, there is no, it's, it's not polar. It's a a blend. Everyone's a blend. So even the hardest core motherfucker has got some feminine tendencies uh, in them.
2: Right. I think I have a question about, for me, it's easier to identify feminine qualities than masculine qualities like how would you define masculinity because men have also emotion an emotional life and experiences so they feel things
1: we're taught to not share that though okay i so think some of us have fortunately been able to develop those skills mm-hmm. but i would say if you look you look at individuals and you can see a lot of variety in how men process their emotions. But if you look at a societal level, especially Western culture, we're still supposed to be strong, don't cry. Indiana Jones. Ride, ride that horse off into the sunset, get your woman.
0: And we're lucky we were born when we were. The woman with, who was born with a vagina. <laughs> we're in you know. this, go get that. We're in, the, we're in this renaissance. We're lucky to be born in the 70s and come of age in this more relaxed atmosphere. Yeah, could you imagine if this was going on in the 40s or the 1800s? Well, it was,
2: but underground. True. Mm-hmm. So, if you're a woman, it, okay. I don't even know what words to use. If you're born female and you don't identify with femininity at all, what does that what qualities and traits then? other than not talking about emotions, would you ascribe to that?
1: So I will s- I will take the youth that I've witnessed go through this. The first thing that a young woman does when they're talking about transitioning, cutting the hair, getting a gender neutral name or a male name, wearing different clothes, asking friends to identify them in such a way, talking to their teachers, parents come in, Parents share the word that, oh yeah, we're this is what's going on. Um, those are all very out outside things. I don't know what's going on in the kid's head. Hmm. But there are some specific tells. I'm sure the kid is like, well, if I feel this way, if I dress like I feel, maybe that will be a step. But it might also be, it might also take them in the wrong direction. Or... I don't know what the right age is to come out like that, but it's happening younger and younger. So we're talking middle schoolers who start by wearing different clothes. Uh, maybe it's a female wearing baggy clothes to look a little bit more like a boy. Kids start to talk. Why are you dressed like that? Your hair's short.
0: You used to be cute. Now you look like a boy.
1: Hmm. And then, that
0: sounds like something grandma would say. Grandma yeah, would you look weigh like a boy. In. At the next thing, be like, you used to be so cute, and then you have, then enter, and then everybody goes, oh my god, grandma is so. <laughs> she, we
1: haven't so even entered the, the religious realm yet. Oh my mm. god, and what that does to a trans person? Because there's only shame, oh, yeah. hatred, self-loathing, body dysphoria.
2: I feel like we're we're really lucky to live in Madison or in the vicinity mm. of Madison, where. This is really the norm, that parents will sometimes raise their baby without assigning a gender. There's no pink or blue. It's Mm -hmm. like yellows and greens. And some are even like saying, we don't call our child he or she because they decide that for themselves. Have you heard of this from birth? I suppose I've heard of
1: it. And how would a four-year-old process that?
2: I don't know. I'm
1: all for giving your kid age-appropriate feedback or the right to self-determine, but it's no different than taking a four-year-old to Sunday school and making them profess their belief in God. Mm -hmm. A four-year-old, pretty sure they don't know.
0: Mm -hmm. Does it get me a Sunday?
1: Yeah, because you're good in school. I am all about it. You're good in Sunday school. (laughs) Amen. You got a star.
2: I don't wow, know that's a whole. Do you other think, yeah. my God. Is there some security by providing them all of the cultural accoutrement and like cushioning of you're a, you're a boy. Mm. If it fits, then it's very comforting. You already have an in-group. How, how wonderful. If it doesn't fit, it's a huge crisis.:
1: And I wonder what this, the research shows on the age of onset for these thoughts?
0: I would love to know that. I'm sure Google could tell us. But. That parenting style seems misguided to me. It's almost that's too much vagueness for a small child that's learning like hot stove burns me. Yeah. Uh, or like run the parents the who don't say
1: no. Watch like, out for a dog. You can't say no to my y- kids. Y- oh, how do you how do you raise a kid without saying no? Y-
0: like don't y- please don't walk out in the street, honey. So that seems a little that seems misguided to me.
2: So you think there should be a boundary there of you have a penis so we're going to call you a boy.
1: Yeah. I think that's where it starts. Now, that's how we all sort of get. Does don't. that boy with a penis process that penis differently?
2: And you notice that pretty early on for some?
1: I would I would think it happens in early childhood, like, mm-hmm. hey, this doesn't feel right.
2: Another question. Is there late onset gender identity crisis or like again,
1: I work with young
0: adults who are going through it, so early even 20s. Even later?
1: Can I can know we, about later.
0: Can we can we uh, go back to gender dysphoria? Yeah, that's not necessarily a negative thing either. That's a condition, right? When you're going through this, like, what the fuck am I?
1: Or it has to do with like if you look in the mirror. You can say gender dysphoria you, with a scowl, or you can say it with like,
0: "This is what it is. You are confused about your gender." Right, right, and it's some people.
1: If we're gonna let that would be the one tail of the bell curve Mm. the other would be i can't even look at myself in the mirror yeah because i don't like my hair i don't like my face Mm. i'm taking these hormones and i'm getting boobs but man one's bigger than the other and now like i wanted this what what is going on
2: so i think part of maybe my confusion at this point is it's the diagnostic label for gender dysphoria okay it's i'll define it gender dysphoria is a distress a person feels due to a mismatch between their gender identity their personal sense of their own gender and their sex assigned at birth also i love the word assigned like who's assigning yeah. who's doing the assignments it, it's is it god does that mean we believe in god who or it's just nature nature well, does it
1: nature nature drops the x or the y right
2: Nature assigns the gender. The diagnostic label gender identity disorder, that is troubling, was Mm. used until 2013, and the condition was renamed to remove the stigma associated Mm. with the term disorder. Sure. Okay. 2013 is not that long ago. 2013, they did
1: that with lots of disorders. Interesting. In the DSM-5.
2: Less than 10 years ago.
1: (laughs) DSM-5, diagnosis. Diagnosis, (laughs) diagnosis statistical <laughs> yeah, it's it's where all of the mental health disorders are defined and it gives you uh clear definitions that you have to meet to have that okay
2: in your experience do the kids that are going through that have supportive parents or are they are their parents like what the fuck
1: um uh, yes to both I think there's a wide range. Uh-huh. Fortunately, the folks that I work with have uh, mostly supportive parents, siblings, and, you know, peers. Obviously, they're choosing their peers. So, why would you choose a peer that you don't mm-hmm. like? But
2: So, for, let's give the example again of a person born female who is transitioning to, or identifies as a male. Okay. And wants but be, not transitioning yet. And wants to be called he. Okay. Dan.
1: Hmm.
0: Yo.
2: Are you. Why are you looking at me? Well, you are a big Jordan Peterson fan. Yeah.
0: Right. I'll, I'll speak for him, I guess, in this. Yes.
2: Up to that point, Jordan Peterson is cool. Cool Perfectly with that. Fine. Perfectly fine. And then he.
1: Even with the pronoun. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Wants to use the boys bathroom.
0: wasn't... Uh, you,
2: <laughs> Jordan P. This is what happens.
0: This is what happens though. You you started creating this person and I'm like, yep, this person. Yep, I can see them. There they are. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, they just bumped into JP. This is fortuitous. <laughs> what a great case study.
1: But when you started, you were just giving this hypothetical person. And I'm, I'm and forgetting then you, what they
0: started as and which bathroom they're in now. But then like you, I'm already, it's already, I, I'm out. They
1: I, have I, to interact with the world. So is it really, it isn't anyone's problem, but the person's. Not a problem. It isn't a topic until that person interacts with the world. Interacting with the in, world. In whatever to, different way than the world perceives them.
0: When you need your gears to kind of mesh with everybody else, it gets... So here's interesting, maybe... But let's... The JP thing. The way it, it, goes, j- yeah. it stops at making a law about the use of someone's pronoun. Like, if but somebody... law. it's law. If, speaking for old JP, if a trans person of any description is in a class of his or is a client of his or comes to one of his lectures or stops him at Starbucks. Based on their interaction and mutual respect, if they said, please call me they, he'd be like, okay, they, whatever. He draws, the to be clear, he draws the line at the making of laws. That's a whole other realm you're going into. That's a road you don't want to go down.
1: So I'll I'll... Back that up. Yes. And I'll say at our agency, they handed out these uh, flags that we were supposed to stick on our name badge. And we were supposed to put a section in our signature on our emails oh, identifying. Right, our right, right, right. I've been seeing that. And bit. I refuse.
2: Interesting. Why? Hateful
0: bigot.
1: My name's Jeremy Higgins. Like, I don't on one hand, I don't necessarily care how people see me because I'm comfortable in my own skin. Uh, I'm probably comfortable in my skin because I'm a white male. That's probably part of a cisgendered white male. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just don't like being told what to do. Uh. Mm -hmm. And it is is in this like the authority by which you are compelled to do something. You know, if my wife tells me, I'm probably going to do it. But if society tells me, Mm -hmm. I'm going to resist. Just... Mm -hmm carte blanche i'm going to resist until i process it a little more Mm -hmm. and i Mm -hmm. remain resistant
2: what was the response nobody said anything to me Uh Hmm. if you have a choice to change the pronouns that you preferred to be called you should have a choice to include what you want on your email signature
0: sure my signature my choice
2: (laughs) right <laughs> Right. that's a really common yeah. poster that i see and around town
0: totally totally <laughs> yeah I, I and
1: then there's the so there's the he she and then there's the they them yeah the they them like so we write notes that's what we do we meet with people and we write charting
2: notes. so much yeah. documenting so
1: it took me so long to use they them mm. in normal parlance because uh he, she is obviously what you usually do, but they, them doesn't fit grammatically in so many sentences. Yeah. And it's really hard. Even conversationally. Right. It's hard. Yeah.
2: Can you uh, tell what us- What did they say and they found And I want? found
1: myself I get, well, apologizing for like, oh. G- yeah.
2: They. Can you tell us what you do?
1: I'm a social worker for Jefferson County for Human our Services. List-
2: yeah. Our listeners don't know. Yes.
1: Him. So I work in community mental health. And uh we meet people in the community. We do case management therapy, help people coordinate their lives.
2: Hm you're on the streets
1: I am on the streets
2: interacting out in the it, world
1: in the world. spend a lot of time in uh in hospitals, in jails, in strange places uh where people with struggles end up, so you go to where they are and try to help them help themselves
2: you see a lot
1: i I have seen quite a lot Mm -hmm. yep a lot of trauma and it's all it all begins with trauma Huh. and that could be gender specific trauma like females experiencing um, abuse it could be sexual abuse it could be just food insecurity it could be physical abuse mental abuse Uh, And then there's just legitimate mental health issues that people have. And depending on their environment, they get exacerbated or hidden, but they're always there.
2: Addictions.
1: Oh, addiction is huge. Mm. Yeah. What's the
2: biggest addiction? Alcohol. In the population you work with? Alcohol. Really?
1: Yep. Hmm. And then uh, probably, probably meth would be the next one.
2: Huh. Yep. We hear so there's much about crack. Oxy.
1: Oh, well, yeah. There's quite a lot of opiates as well. The treatment for that is suboxone or buprenorphine. So that pre- prevents an opiate from providing the user with any response, like mm-hmm. in their synapses. Mm.
0: A uh, blocker of sorts? Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and I can't remember where else I was going with that.
2: Did you say well, that? Well... Did you say that meth doesn't have a, like a, meth a does, helper? Right,
1: drug? right. So you cannot we medically with. detox from meth either. So if you could imagine taking meth, staying up for days, abusing it for months and months and months, and there is no detox from that. So with alcohol or opiates, there's a detox process. You can be helped through that. Of with, just
0: like fasting through it, like
1: no more alcohol like no more alcohol Stop but tracking. there are there are medications that like oh, if if you're detoxing oh. from alcohol you can actually die I believe it's from opiates and alcohol are the main two
2: mm-hmm. when you remove them from your system you can die if you've had if
1: you if your dependency level is too high yeah Holy but with sense. meth so okay. that's different there's no detox uh you don't go to the hospital to detox you go straight to a treatment facility where then you detox and get treatment so that that's pretty challenging Mm. if you're coming off an amphetamine
2: (laughs) it sounds horrible
1: yeah oh it's got to be horrible and then you're probably struggling to work your interpersonal relationships are poor you might not have stable housing your nutrition is poor your dental health is poor your physical health is poor and wow you're schizophrenic on top of it that's pretty hard
2: this is good context for the people listening to know that you're not some Joe that's like never seen anything mm. and just has opinions about stuff. It's like, no, you've seen actually a lot of different mm. kinds of struggles and traumas and people really hurting and, and like the culture not supporting things that are happening in people's lives and so falling straight, through the cracks. Yeah, just and, straight
1: mental health issues. So if you if you think anxiety or depression, when, when they come to us... They've been acutely depressed for years, right? It's not just take the antidepressant and then you're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. No, no. Um, so then just like the this gender issue that we're talking about, those folks have to interact <laughs> with the world. So you can have all the dysfunction you want in your life, but then you still have to interact with the world, and that gets more complicated, like exponentially more complicated because you don't have good interpersonal skills. You're not communicating clearly. You're not receiving information clearly. So you're just stuck in this perpetual uh, blur. Hmm. There's no yin or yang. It's just gray.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Huh.
1: Yeah. So it's, it's, it's tricky well, business. Well, like
2: healthcare, women and men's bodies are very different in terms of hormones and uh, not even talking about hormone therapy, but like thyroid issues, for instance, it's like 80% women have thyroid issues compared to men. So it's like the nuance of how healthcare will treat you, the nuance of the criminal justice system Mm. and how they treat you. If you are a trans woman, Do you go to a woman's prison Mm. if you are...
0: Good question. And holy shit, you listed all of those challenges these people have. You didn't even mention criminal justice issues. Right, right. That they're... That they're on probation. That
1: that they don't have any money. So they're constantly getting bench warrants and going back to jail for a weekend. So they can't Uh, hold a job. It's kind of hard to have a relationship with somebody if they don't know where they are. That is a... But then you pile downward
0: spiral. If
1: you put this topic that we're talking about here tonight into that same mix, you can imagine how. Where do you where do you even start?
2: Where do you even start? Even education like grants for women going back to school again. Where is that line drawn? It. It, there's if, so many confusing. Oh, have have even
1: talked about the, like the trans Olympic athletes. Oh,
0: heavens, no! Yeah. Gosh, uh, there's another one. If, if that's it's okay, a whole, that's the whole show. It's yeah, gotta be. Yeah. That's why this is going to take a while. Where do you even
2: start is, um, authentic relating and getting in the room with someone who listens really, mm-hmm. really well.
1: Yep. And then it is safety first.
0: Like this You're guy. That right guy. Here. Yeah. So, yep. He's that guy.
2: If it's okay. Like you've said
0: quite a few things about your job. Uh, there is the uh you you spoke a little bit ago about young people school age kids going mm-hmm. through this where in your job do you encounter that like yes you encounter the people who like chug a bottle of vodka before sunrise mm-hmm. and they're already like wandering around the street yeah try uh with cars swerving around them so they don't get hit and the police are looking for them and blah 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 they blew their parole or their probation or whatever but where do you where do you encounter the more sort of is that is that okay is that okay to disclose or to share like
1: where like physically where do i encounter these folks
0: i guess yeah because in their house the 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 headline grabbers are these like extreme meth addicts that are on probation and whatever there's another side to your job though that's not these like extreme destroyed people you're somewhere closer to humanity there
1: our program gets referrals from the court system our emergency mental health Uh, people can self-refer people get referred from our outpatient clinic so typically our program is called comprehensive community services we meet people in the community so pre-covid and even now we go to their house we go to where they live okay and we're sitting in their
0: living room.
2: And you get to see okay. their environment okay. and their, yep. Yep. what's so, around them day to day, so, which is hugely informative. Yep.
0: And so sometimes your job is like, this super whacked out person is on top of a building again. I, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. that's very cr- crude. <laughs> yeah. that's sometimes what he puts that's in your job, notes. though. It's like, <laughs> this person is on top of a building, screaming at the sky, and they're about to jump off or something. Sometimes that's your day. Not, but sometimes yeah, it's like just... That, yeah. Someone who reached out and just is like, "I need help." Sometimes I spend
1: eight eight hours doing legitimate counseling.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: Without, without uh, crises. Okay. Those are those days are rare. There's always okay. There's a lot of crises.
0: That answers it. That's what I was wondering is how you encounter. More on the normal end, if that's okay to say, you know, like, not the so extreme, the extreme extreme outliers that has all the big all 20 of those criteria going right. okay, gotcha gotcha
2: well I'm wondering like because it starts like you were saying it's one thing to come to that place where you understand your own identity within yourself and then it's another when it means something different when you start interacting with the world like you were saying mm-hmm. and the first world that they interact with is their home and so if there's not like a nourishing nurturing let's ask some questions about this let's just be, curious and let's discover together as a family what this is and how to approach this if there's not that i feel like it's an instant mental mental health issue it's Mm got to be
1: yeah or it it would be an instant mental health issue even if you're talking about it Mm. or it could be yeah very easily because yeah these are existential issues
2: and then it becomes a secret or
1: yeah we we can tell everybody but grandma oh Oh, yeah Right. And then yeah. it's like, why, why can't we talk to grandma? I love grandma.
2: She can't take it. She can't take your the truth of you.
1: Right. Yeah. You're too different. Is
2: that okay? To protect the older generation? No. Or some people from... Is it okay
0: to just write off some people? Oh. Like, you're not going to
1: change them anyway, so why fight it? Right. Like They're 87. Yeah.
0: Like, this, hap- this, this cropped up a few minutes ago. Hmm. And they grew up in a world like before cars. So like my grandpa are we, continued to We're we going to catch him up on everything to use the word yeah. colored
1: colored boys.
2: Ooh, right. When
1: watching basketball or something. Yeah. And we would look at grandpa and be like Grandpa you can't say that. Yeah. And he looked like a little boy who got his favorite toy taken away. Yeah. To be scolded by his grandkids. But did it, did I, it work though? Was it No. A... No. Okay. I, yeah. I, but we we spoke up. Awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, grandpa. They're not colored boys.
2: Yeah. Right, but that right. is the container that they grew up in and how they learn to name things and call things it this happens to me. I'm not even fifty yet. And early twenty year olds will yeah, be using <laughs> will be using language where I'm like, Oh, I'm saying things all wrong. You know, they're just in a different language environment mm-hmm. than I am and I can't unless you really go to school for like gender studies. Really, I don't know how you keep up with.
1: It's constantly changing right now. Yeah. Yeah. There's lots and lots of trainings that we get sent to or options to go to.
0: Oh, boy.
2: I saw something on the the one of the trans. Websites. that talks about they don't want to be referred to as like um, gender fluid or something. They wanted to be referred to as gender minority because Hmm. it politicizes it. And once you're a minority group, then you have better protections in place. Ah, interesting. mm -hmm. But I'm like...
0: This gets into the Dave issue too.
2: If my mom calls them like gender questioning... I'd be proud. Great job, mom. But from the community, be like, that's all wrong. And how's she supposed you, you to know? can't call. You know what I mean? And there's how can, a lot how can of dis- we all be
1: so educated on everything? I mean, yes, Google's nice. There's not enough time in the day mm-hmm. to keep or a up. a life. Yeah. Yeah, there's too much. Like, even the time we've spent here talking, we could spend a, a year learning all the new information or research articles that was just developed in this last
0: hour, as it's evolving.
1: Yeah,
2: there and we're in Madison. And we're progressive. intelligent. Yeah, yeah. We're well, educated. some of us <laughs> are. It
0: doesn't get it doesn't get much more progressive than here. Uh, you have just introduced what is causing.
1: Yeah, I'll take uh, the other one.
0: Some of the no, I'm good. Some of the pushback in this area there's a there's a large segment of the population going even if i'm trying i can't keep up even if i'm trying to be nice i say a term that's wrong and i don't know if this is the right time to to open this door but like i have wondered in previous podcasts previous episodes whenever we get to something like canceling uh one one a question I have with all this, yeah, I just got to I mean, just got to say it, uh, is whenever there is outcry or outrage, like when uh, North Carolina passes the bathroom law or Atlanta passes the bathroom law, and all of a sudden it's it hits the news cycle. How does it get there? Who gets it there? Is it it, it it's is it a is it a, a groundswell of simultaneous grassroots tweeting that raises it to this level? These these so called groups, these advocacy groups, that declare that Charlotte is a racist or a, a, a <laughs> crossing my wires that uh, Rolling. Charlotte is a oh, Charlotte. is a bigoted city. Atlanta is a bigoted city. Uh, Is it 200 million people? Is it 200 people? Is it two people? What what gets it to this level so quickly? And it's also what's causing... It causes its own backlash of people, like we were saying. The terms probably changed in the last hour since we've been talking. Because
1: nobody's out there controlling it. Like, we're just... Feeding information into this monster that produces cancel, and so it starts with the tweets. It starts like this, and then pretty soon the tweets get to somebody famous, and then somebody famous is a f- member of a group, and then that group gets involved and talks to a uh, politician. You
0: know what? And I then think it's like I want to stay out of the media angle of this because yeah. that's its whole own thing yeah, too. It it's gross. The the but. Gross. specifically to like Twitter and like I've been thinking this for a long time and Dave said as much in the last special that he was talking about his trans friend comedian who killed herself over some of this stuff she got dragged as he put it on Twitter and he's like that shit don't bother me because Twitter ain't real huge reaction and that's exactly what I wonder and I've asked this before is like is it real if it's just a bunch of people tweeting, and then is a person like let's just use my mom as an example, a perfect eighty-four-year-old, largely oblivious to this sort of thing, and if she's aware of it at all, probably not super into it. Uh, but can you blame her? I mean, what what the, how, how the hell is she supposed to know? Uh, uh, it's it's artificial. I'll I promise I'll wrap this up, and yeah. I'll have a point. There's a big artificial component of it, if it's just a lot of tweets flying around. Do tweets affect my mom? No. But can it, if she's at a store and she misidentifies a clerk or a excuse me, sir, person in an aisle, does this wor- does she suddenly open the door to this world that she doesn't even know exists? That's my question is, is it real? the the anger the outrage the canceling and then uh, it's just i'm there's just another angle i'm confused about
2: well here's what i think about the um i was listening to that interview i sent you there was an interview about um how twitter has affected journalism, journalism. yeah yeah and he was saying Pod save america yeah, in terms of yeah, you you listen to a liberal pod- podcast on that,
0: but of course I did because I'm fucking you're, I'm you're, yin yang. You're
2: so wild, yes, you're such a marbly swirl. Um, that you don't
0: know what I do at night.
2: <laughs> the uh, the optics. It involves hams. Oh my god! You know exactly
0: what I do. at Yeah, spam. I, do. I watch sports Ham. with no sound.
2: Hams. I drink beer I and listen,
0: listen to records, records. Yes. and then you know.
2: Yeah. And text your friends. Yeah. Um, Twitter ha- is reshaping worlds mm-hmm. based on optics. So like politics for instance used to be about substance, long articles, long details, long detail, yes, yes extensive details, nuanced ideas about and now it's about whether your hair looks right mm-hmm. or if you trip on the stage because that what f- that is what takes that is what fires off in the Twitter world and gets as many millions and millions of views. So,
1: advertising revenue goes up.
2: So, yeah. the that then shapes the clicks, the world of politics into something completely unrecognizable and different from what it used to be. It's not real. It's not real. It is a synthetic. We treat
1: it as such, though. That's it is the a problem. It's a synthetic mm-hmm. layer. Because we then have to go interact something.
2: with that. Yes. And so we're like interfacing with synthetic reality and you're, I feel like your mom and me and people that don't read, they're not on Twitter. I don't read a ton of the news anymore. We just fall right through the cracks Mm -hmm. into this other level of society where our interactions with the world, like when we go get coffee or when we go to the grocery store or like Vonnegut would say, like you walk to the post office and you say hi to your neighbor on the way and maybe you pet a dog on the street and you're like interacting with the actual physical world but the cultural realities that are born on twitter or that are born in these like um really highly specialized advocacy groups that When J.K. Rowling likes something and 10,000 people jump on her for liking the wrong thing, that world, I feel like there is such a disconnect, Mm -hmm. like you're saying, between the real world, reality, pet the dog, say hi to the guy at the coffee shop, and then that world where you can't have an opinion, you can't like the wrong thing, or say the wrong words, or choose the wrong term. Or it's like your entire being is invalid, out of date, prejudiced. Your mom is prejudiced. She's racist. She's probably biased against gender. Let's cancel her. She's She is all those things because she has no idea. She just doesn't know.
0: It's a synthetic layer superimposed yeah. on our, here. our day, here. our culture. That's
2: nice. I like that. It, it,
0: the more and more I feel that way. And I I, I listened to that pod immediately. And I, I said something along those lines like this is not the, the journalist that was on there was talking about this phenomenon. And how he is learning. It was interesting to listen to these younger journalists. They have like small children, stuff like that. I'm the old gray beard now. And I'm listening <laughs> to him say like, you know. Sometimes I put down my phone for like a whole day (laughs) and don't pay attention. And I was like, yes, you're learning. You're learning that it's your brain is reprogramming. You're learning that there's a real tangible world. Mm -hmm. And that's not real. You're learning that that layer is synthetic. And I said, you know, this demographic he's describing, and this gets into the election and stuff there's a there's a huge huge swath of people who are just sick of being told what happened on Twitter today and how wrong they are because they don't agree with it in some way or something that that's a that goes a long way in explaining what happened in the 20 what year is it when Trump got elected like 2016 that was people just fucking tipping the card over they're just like I don't care if it's right or wrong I'm just sick of this I'm fucking sick of this hmm. uh oh and what I was saying is that's 99,999% 99, 99, of the people that I encounter every day. I work in like the construction world and the land, the real estate world, and the, 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 the productive world. And nobody's fucking on Twitter. Nobody's complaining about what they heard or like they're outraged about something. No, there's closings scheduled. There's a house getting built. Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody's worried about what somebody said about their tweet or what? It, it, that world is just—it just doesn't exist to most. I'll say it, I guess. Most Americans, most mm-hmm. people. And you're, you know, I don't. I bet you don't have a lot of time for Twitter in your day. You're not like, oh, this motherfucker said this on Twitter, mother. No, you're helping the. So this and that person, like and whatever f- your day is, you're not scrolling through Twitter and be like, that motherfucker said this about this no, issue? No. Oh, my, my day could not be more
2: interactive with people. It's literally hands-on. <laughs>
0: right. You don't even get to listen to podcasts while you're doing this, which right. blew me away. So <laughs> You're
2: like, what? Yeah.
0: <laughs> all of that ranting started because we talked about the Twitter business but, and that
2: all this sorry, outrage and
0: stuff that gets people in trouble. Okay, I'll stop, I promise.
2: I was going to say on... Um, now, I don't know if I'll be able to articulate this. On the flip side, I bet you can. Us saying that world doesn't exist, this has me thinking about trans. Uh, let's say there's a trans kid and their family environment sucks and they're being raised Catholic and they maybe live in a small town in like a rural place and mm-hmm. I, perfect for that kid. Everyone goes to the same church. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yep. Mm. And let's add farming because there's a lot of male to female differences in farm towns from what I've yeah. been told. Mm. So um, Twitter might be like one of the only places mm. where they actually are seen and people say, you do exist. This is real. They're being validated. You're oh. real. Oh. It's another
1: one of those terms, validation. And not band. only
2: that, there's advocacy groups that are standing up for my people all over the world. So it's sort of like, in a, in a way, I feel like it creates a false reality, but it can also validate realities, too. And
1: all the Discord communities that are out there, are you familiar with those? Mm-mm. Discord just being, there's all sorts of groups.
2: On like, Discord. what's that?
1: Discord's like a listserv kind of thing.
2: Oh. Never heard of
0: oh it. that's like a brand name of something just like hey i saw it on discord yeah like that yep. oh wow okay hmm. holy shit
2: so it's not all evil True. but i think it is dysfunctional
1: so so if um, i am left
2: behind for sure
1: if that trans community has voice in technology whether it's twitter or whatever um It's synthetic, but it's real to them. Mm -hmm. And it's probably better for them than, you know, the Caitlyn Jenners or whatever the fuck they are, Mm -hmm. or the Kardashian bitches. Mm -hmm. Uh, Coming in hot. Yeah. So that side of the Twitterverse (laughs) can can get burned away from existence, Mm -hmm. whereas the trans folks who find solidarity... Mm-hmm. Even if it's on their phone,
0: mm-hmm. you know, which is a great thing, but get the fuck off of J.K. Rowling, like it's just a it's a <laughs> nonstop like circle jerk of like what is this? Are,
1: are we talking like all these things are probably a function of our uh, our own human dysfunction? Like we're 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 fucked up. Oh we, yeah, we think weird things. We do a lot of horrible things to each other, and. Going online gives you anonymity if you want it. Mm-hmm. It also absolves you of, if I say, I don't like you, Dan, and you're right here, or if I don't like you, I am I might hesitate just a little bit to say it. Mm-hmm. But if I can bash you online, man, fuck you, Dan. Right, right. Yeah. Fuck you and all your views. But
2: It's like liquid courage. It's like alcohol. Every
0: day. Yeah. Every day.
1: But then those that trans community, it it might have real significant value for them. It's a safe place, until some somebody hacks the website and
0: draws well, wieners I, all over. I wow.
2: wonder if if the movement see if, what happens
0: when you turn on the microphones. If, <laughs> if the trans Magic.
2: if the trans rights, that's probably not the right term. If it's if that movement were happening grassroots like. Um, Let's say back in the 50s and 60s, the way civil rights was happening.
1: There would be a lot of dead trans people.
2: With mailings. Interesting. You think so?
1: We lynched black people for the color of their skin. I'm sure there'd be plenty of people who would want to kill a trans person.
2: Hmm.
1: Back then. Maybe earlier. Out of just like that
0: fear of the other. Yeah. Oh, you're different. You must die. And there's more of us than you. So
1: get them. I don't understand (laughs) what you're telling me. It's disturbing to me because I'm not woke.
2: Uh Uh-huh. Interesting. So it would be more underground. That raises
0: Um, another question. From the hip, I think black people make up 12, 13, 14% of the American population.
2: I'm going to Google that shit right now and fact check you. Yeah, fact
0: check me. Uh, What... I just I'm just walking through your scenario you're setting up here. If trans people higher. had risen up in a I movement closer to 30 uh similar to the civil rights movement. That's just the I'm just trying to get the pie chart right like what what kind of segment of the yeah, it's it's impossible to answer. What segment of the population is like trans leaning? Like it's impossible allied. to say. There's no allied. way to there's no way to know. There's a term for that. allied allied meaning so the
1: sticker that we were forced to put on our name badge, I'm an ally. Oh, okay. So you were an ally
0: or allied okay. to the movement.
2: Oh, my God. It is 13%. Wow. Hmm.
0: This guy can't possibly know anything.
1: I'm going to say something I didn't think I would ever say. Dan was right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Me While I play, I supply enthusiasm Aimed at your end Different scan the floor For one tap into a bobbing head Any signal coming back on the same Liferica Frequency Wavelength How's the reception connection? Don't flip the dial, that's here performance. me commercial free One thing for sale up here is me and my seat you're free to catch up on all times At the top of your lungs Gotta make and I can turn it up But I can't turn you down Gotta make what I need's a new remote I'm on click Point, click, flip around for a more Appreciation from no crop anticipation Would it be too much entirely Do expect a little respect Would it be too much entirely What if what they say is true Less is more More is what I'm